This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Get stuffed. Welcome to episode five of Double Stuff Cinema. I'm one of your hosts, Neil Patel. I'm Shrey. I'm Chloe. And I'm Leah. So we got our first two guests back with us today. Andrew and Tyler have already moved into college, so they will not be on the episode today, sadly. But they'll be back for the next episode. You know, why don't you tell us what we're talking about today? Today, we're going to be mainly discussing Mamma Mia. <laughs> yeah, and seeing as there's only two movies, it's not going to be like our usual episodes where we have a full ranking and everything, and we're going to talk about some other stuff. First of all, the recent news with Spider-Man between Marvel and Sony. So who has had like some kind of familiarity with it? Like, Who's actually read up on it? So I've, I've seen a lot of the um, Twitter posts, but I the haven't memes. actually, yeah, the memes, the anger, but I um, I didn't read up on it, so I was having Shrey kind of fill me in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've read up on it. I think, if my like thesis is correct, I think what's going on is that before Disney had a 5%, they took 5% of the money that they, they 5%, made. 5%, yeah. Um, that the movie made opening weekend or just overall? It's, so it's opening weekend, I believe. They get the first look gross, so that's yeah. like the first okay. 5%. Yeah. And then Sony gets everything after that. Right. Disney gets toy, uh, toys money from toys and shirts. merchandising and yeah. stuff like that. But Sony gets the whole box office gross, which mm-hmm. for uh, Far From Home was over a billion dollars. Yeah. It's the first Spider-Man movie to make over a billion dollars. Yeah, it also beat... Um, all of Sony's past films. Yeah, it's the yeah. highest-grossing Sony movie of all time. Yeah. So and now they want fifty-fifty, right? Yeah. Disney Marvel wants yeah. fifty. That's Sony like wants. a huge jump from five jump. to fifty. Yeah. So the way it was being reported initially was just that, like they're saying Marvel wants fifty-fifty, and Sony is always the one financing the movies, and Marvel's the one putting in the creative input, and then Sony makes all the money from the movie. Marvel makes stuff from merchandise. But what wasn't being reported is that Marvel also wanted to co-finance 30% of the production. They're Uh, putting in a lot of the work. Like, they're doing all of the, um, all the creative work with Spider-Man, like, creating his character, developing him and everything. And so putting in 30% is, like, just adding on to their effect. And I saw a lot of people arguing that, like, um, Sony is just letting Marvel, like, tack on their name to the movie, but Marvel would willingly fund this movie, like, 100% if Sony would just give up the character. Which I understand. It's, like, tough to do. He's a big character, probably their biggest character they have. So don't give him up. But I think they should be open to this because they've really taken him in a really positive direction after three straight, like, flops from Sony. Right, and I mean, in the long run, I think that what made... You know, this Spider-Man so much, not, I don't want to say better, but um, so much more popular is the connection to the MCU. Like, without, I think that without that, it would have a harder time. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, there's so many storylines that they had to abandon, like the whole taking over for, like, Tony, Tony Stark, yeah. and then, um, like, the whole Vulture thing is yeah. out of the mix. And right, like this They, they started line. setting up Sinister Six, the J. Jonah Jameson return. Mm-hmm. The reveal of his identity, which is like a big thing yeah, for Spider-Man, and all of a sudden, with the Sony deal, it's essentially going to like cut him out of the MCU. So either they'll continue having Tom Holland play him, but not with any of the Marvel connections, 
or are they just going to recast it and reboot it for like the fourth time in 20 years? Yeah. Which is kind of insane. Um, it's depressing. Yeah. yeah it's, really sad. It was definitely a shock when I like woke up and I saw that uh -huh. headline and I was like, there should be a way to make this work. Like, I definitely think if Marvel agrees to finance more of the movie, Sony should be willing to split more of the money. I agree. Because uh, Sony's been known to mismanage the character so often. Like, I feel like their filmmaking choices just aren't right. Um, there was an interview between uh, Amy Adams and Andrew Garfield like last uh, back in the 2016 Oscars when they were both nominated. And Andrew Garfield was like talking about how playing Spider-Man broke his heart because he's like he'd been dressing up as this character since he was three years old. He finally became him, and then when it came time to play him, Sony kind of put story and character second to just mm. overall spectacle and uh, I guess like kind of like a cash grab. So I guess that's mostly what I'm afraid of happening again. Yeah. Because I'm sure they're, they're feeling like confident coming off of these two movies because yeah. both of them are hits. Yeah. So. Um, the head of Sony is this guy named Tony, uh, Tom Rothman. And he was, um, I believe he used to work at Fox. And he was the guy who didn't want to make a Deadpool movie for a long time. So he kept on killing the Deadpool movie while it was in production. Then it, finally they managed to get that off the ground and it became super successful. Right. And then now he's at Sony trying to stop this development. I believe Sony's also the ones who wanted to cast Asa Butterfield as Spider-Man for the MCU. Oh. So he's like that guy from Ender's Game, and that's oh, literally the oh, only geez. thing I remember him from. Is he in that, what's the one with the, the big clock, and it's like Hugo? Hugo, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's him? Yeah. yeah. Oh. So he's in like those two, but can you imagine him like doing the stuff that no. Tom Holland's been no. doing with Spider-Man? No. Like, honestly. He would come close. He doesn't have the physicality. He's just, it's not the same thing. And I think that just shows like how much Sony misunderstands the character. So let's hope... Yeah, hopefully they reach a deal. Yeah. All right, let's let's dive into our topic, Neil. We got Mamma Mia here today. Um, I believe it's been almost a year, or exactly a year since the second one came out. So now is a good as good a time as any to talk about the two. Let's start off just, I guess, trying to figure out which one's better, one or two. Chloe, you want to go first? That's, I mean, that's a tough call. I think. They're very, very different from each other. I mean, despite being the same franchise, they're well, and one's based off of something. Yeah. And the first one, I mean, you kind of have to like it because it's the first one, but the second one, they kind of just went for it. And I think uh -huh. they did a good job with Lily James. Who's, yeah. I find that one to be personally much more interesting. Yeah. Like I can watch that one and stay more entertained the whole time. Whereas mm -hmm. I think Mamma Mia one, a lot of it, you're kind of like there for the novelty. Yeah. I don't know. I definitely agree. I think the first one does come off kind of as a novelty movie. And then the second one, I feel like they've done a bit more with the characters. They've tried a bit harder to develop them. I think Lily James is maybe the least like Meryl Streep out of all the young characters, but she probably does the best job of recreating this young character. So that's really nice. Yeah, I've seen the first one um, three or four times now. The second one I just watched for the first time last night. Oh my God. So, yeah, I did, I did, like, I I was going to watch just the second one, and I'm like, since I have time, I'll watch both, since I'm going to talk about it today. So, yeah, I did like the second one more. I thought it was, like, I'm not saying the first one was boring, but 
but I think I was more entertained by the second one for sure. And I think the first one had like a more kind of forced like storyline. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, you know, like everyone says like movie convenience. I feel like yeah. that's what a lot of a it A lot is. of it just happens because characters don't talk to each other. They right. don't confide in each other. Mm-hmm. Like Sophie doesn't talk to her mom. Donna doesn't talk to her. Yeah. It's just, it just happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I did like the second one better. Yeah. I was happy with it. Mm-hmm. When I had seen the second one, it had been like a very long time since I'd seen the first. And I saw the Mamma Mia like musical at the Marriott. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that had been the most recent time that I was... Like familiar with the plot? Yeah, with the plot of the first one. Um, and so then more recently I rewatched the first one. And rewatching it after I'd seen the second, I was like, oh, no brainer. Like, I think the second one is a lot better. It's just, I know you didn't want to say it was boring, but I just, yeah. I think it is boring. Um, there's just, there's not much that happens, and um, the second one I think is just more involved, and also the, uh, what's it called, wardrobe, costuming? Yeah, the costume. And like the setting of the second one I think is better well done and more so enticing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know, I think you also should watch them far apart. Because I think if you watch the first one and the second one in a row, there's plot holes definitely yeah. in how they go back. Like, it's not a perfect Yeah, the whole um, past Donna's diary does not line up with the storyline yeah, of the second at all. You um, gotta, like, take them as two separate yeah. films. Almost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they are different from each other, I did notice. Even, like, just, like, when you're watching it, even, like, when they're singing and stuff, it's it just feels different. Um, yeah. Um, so I saw the first Mamma Mia for the first time last year in like June, and then I saw the second one like right when it came out. But, um, I've since seen the first one nine times, the second (laughs) one six times for a total of 15, which is about once a month. Um, (laughs) at least one once a month. So I really love these movies. I will say, I think the first one is more iconic, but the second one is a better movie. I think in the 10 years that have passed everyone kind of got better at singing. Like, yeah. I mean, they definitely, they cut out Pierce Brosnan singing, yeah, which is a big God. positive. Because, <laughs> I mean, when he's singing um, SOS in the original, like, it's just awful. I didn't like it either. He's not good at singing. My dad came on. I was actually watching it. My dad came down. Like, when Pierce Brosnan was singing, he's like, he sings? I'm like, no, he does not. <laughs> he does not. I'm like, I don't like it one bit. Yeah. I remember uh, critics compared it to, like, a braying horse or a... <laughs> like a dying raccoon or something like that. Oh, my God. But in the second one, he only gets to sing, like, the first, like, two lines, but he's, like, kind of just mumbling them to himself. And then he gets to sing with the big ensemble, so you can't really hear his voice. So that's, like, a big positive. But also, like, Lily James is, like, a fantastic singer. She did well in Cinderella, the live action. So... We, love, we still love Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, we he love might, Pierce Brosnan. He might be the worst James Bond, but we still love him. Yeah. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan is not very good at very many things, yeah. but... We still, still love them. Yeah. But yeah, um, I mean, the second one gets Cher in it, and for Fernando, I think she only works for Fernando. I don't think she works for any other Abba song. Yeah. I don't think she works for who her character is. Like, the whole Herbie and Meryl Streep's mom thing. Mm-hmm. I, well, I don't know if you've seen any movies. I mean, they play, I'm pretty sure they play co-stars in like, some they, films like Silkwood and stuff, and yep. so it's weird to see them try to play that age gap, because it just doesn't really work. Yeah. I think it helps because Meryl Streep is dead in the yeah. second one, so you don't have to see them next to each other. So I do think Meryl Streep might probably look older than Cher next to her, even though she is younger. 
so I think it's good that they don't have to appear in scenes next to each other. Um, but I agree on uh, in the second one they increase production design as well. Like it looks really good. I think the first one really goes for the whole theater thing. So it feels much more like a play, and there's a lot of exaggerated movements and sound, which can kind of get on your nerves. I think in the first one, like. Um, there's a lot of them, the women just screaming yes, when they see each other. It's so weird. Yeah, I think that's like, um, it, I think that it is better as a stage production. Mm -hmm. Like when I saw it as the musical, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, and it had been like, when I first saw Among Me, I was very young. And so a lot of this stuff just went like right over my head. And yeah. then I saw it as the musical and yeah, I thought it was really good. But yeah. Yeah, that's interesting you say that. I did. Now that looking back, it does look much more like a stage production in the first movie. Yeah, they they exaggerate a lot of stuff more, so it feels like they're taking a lot of inspiration from the play, which is good. They're like inspired by the source material, but I don't know how much it works for like a movie. Um, I guess in this style, because you can do a movie that's heavily inspired by looking like a play and have it work. I think Into the Woods kind of did that, and it it oh, yeah. works kind of, mm -hmm. but um. Here, I think it's just a bit much. Although, I still love Mamiya more than... Yeah, and you, st you want the audience to feel, like, comfortable watching yeah. it, and you want them... But, you, like, you also want them to, like, relate to, like, the characters. That's what, like, a movie's about. It's mm -hmm. just kind of making the audience feel like they're welcome and making them feel comfortable and giving them a good story, too. I think the first one also benefits from coming first. Yeah. Because it... Um, it has more choice of music. It has the whole catalog instead of having to like worry about, oh, we already used this in the last movie. So they can use a lot more of the iconic songs, although they don't do them as well, and then they get to redo them in the second, which is nice. Mm -hmm. As much as you hate to admit it, probably, I feel like it is similar to how they made My Big Fat Greek Wedding 1 and then they made it the second one like more recently and how like they used, it's kind of similar, like they used the iconic things, but I think they increased production and I don't know, I just, I look at those two movies and think of how they did them very similarly, like, the second one has much more of a plot and all that, but it's, this first one's so iconic, it draws in the audience to begin with, like, without the first one, nobody would go see the second one. Yeah. Right, which is so interesting when you think about it, because usually the first of the series is, you know, the best, and then yeah. you just kind of hang on for the, mm -hmm. the next, because, you know, the first one's so good. So it's funny that it... Yeah, that it, it, they definitely, like, um... The first one was not that well received by critics. I think it was like around fifty something on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, fifty four, I think. Yeah, and the second one made it up all the way up to like eighty. Uh -huh. So either that's like people going in expecting just to have fun and not having high expectations, or it's that it legitimately did get better, which I would agree with. I'd argue too that the audience for Mamma Mia is very like when we went to the scene. I think when we saw it, me and Leigh saw it in theaters together, and it's a very it. You are not the target audience. Right? It is not, definitely yes. like um, more middle-aged women. <laughs> it's the type of people that clap on the airplane, okay? Because yes. <laughs> they clapped in yeah. the theater when it yes. was over. But um, I think there's always a group that claps in the theater for a specific type no, of movie. No, no, like, game. Because Neil and I were like screaming and clapping at endgame. Yeah, so. I was but crying. this is Mama. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you need to clap at the end of it? I mean, I will say I cried when Meryl Streep showed up and started singing that, that song. That was very sad. I do have to. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I have to admit, I've become very emotional in movies the last like two years. <laughs> not a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. Not a bad thing. All right, Chloe. What were you saying? 
Oh, Sorry, we went on a saying, tangent. Let's, no, no, I was just saying I think that the middle-aged women too, like that demographic, and I think it teenagers or teenage girls or things like I feel like they're not super picky on plot. Yeah. Like I just feel like that's not the people who are more of movie critics. The more people that like go to the movies to have fun, like yeah, that kind like of thing. the middle-aged mom type of yeah, and like group. or even like I feel like teenage like. Yeah. It's, it applies to teenage girls too. Like they're not like there necessarily for yeah. going into Mamma Mia being like this is gonna be so insightful. Like, so insightful. They're like, oh, this is fun. Like they want to feel good. Fun time. And it's like it's almost like you don't go by yourself to see Mamma Mia. I feel like people go to friends. Yeah. Like it's just more of a yeah, a fun a activity. Fun kind of yeah, it's yeah, it's just a different kind of movie. I will say what you're saying is really interesting because I think like last year. Um, I had a teacher who, like, every day would be like, all right, what did you do over the weekend? And there'd always be, like, a few people that went to the movies over the weekend. And every time it was, like, a girl who said it, they'd be like, they'd say the name of the movie, and he'd ask, did you like it? And they always said yes. Because as long as it's enjoyable, they will watch it. And they pretty much only went to go see, like, the big blockbuster movies, like, tentpole stuff, sequels, all that kind of thing. So it's very understandable, and I think Mommy very much succeeds in that crowd-pleasing entertainment kind of Genre. You don't always want to have to think. I know, like, yeah. I'll, like, watch movies. Sometimes I'll go through the movies and I'll just be like, that one looks great, but I don't have the energy to watch something where I have to be zeroed in. In my movie, you don't have to be yeah. zeroed in. Yeah, the, I think, like, see, like, when I go watch movies, I'm able to, like, see from both of those perspectives. Or, like, like a great example that I'm thinking of right now is Hobbs and Shaw, yeah. where it's, like, it's like such a bad movie in that like there's just so there's so much toxic mas- masculinity. The whole point of it is for their egos to clash, which that's like basically the whole movie. Um, yeah. But like at the at the same time, it's like really entertaining just because it's funny. There's a lot of explosions. There's just action. So it's like it's, it's like one watch. of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I always equate it to one of my English teachers had said like. You know, you can read for fun and for plot, and then, you know, you have to balance that with reading, like, books that are going to make you think critically and, like, mm-hmm. actually yeah. digest it, right? And so I, I kind of equate that to yeah. watching movies. Who said that? Vacation was Ritter from the instant. There's vacation reading and school reading, and yeah. I feel like that, that applies to movies, too. Mm-hmm. Mom, yeah, exactly. if it was a book, it would definitely be, like, the type that you'd see, like, someone reading on the beach at, like, a resort or something. Right. Like... <laughs> You just walk by. Although I don't know what how much they'd have to write. To yeah. Be <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can kind of just be writing yourself in circles, at least for the first one. Yeah. yeah. But um, another thing about the whole um, it being like a music, like a legitimate play for the first one, there's a lot of like weird like one-liners and stuff, or like stuff that people say off camera, and it's just like a throwaway line tossed in there. And it's so weird when you just look at it. Like, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, kind of that kind of joke thrown in there to make the audience laugh in between, like, breaks. And I think that's very, like, inspired by um, stage plays and musicals. You saw that for the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely I agree with that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more of those, I guess, extreme characters rather than just normal people. And I think that's important to have when you're doing something live. You need something that's guaranteed to get a reaction Mm-hmm. Rather than something that I guess takes time to develop. Would you give more credit to like I, I don't know if this question more credit to ABBA for creating such a catalog of songs where you could use it to make such a plot or to the creators of the musical 
that were able to like use the songs so well to make the plot. Like I don't know who did it better that ABBA had so many songs to choose from yeah. that they could make a plot and have the songs work so well. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of both. But I think the one big thing is the writers, because they were able to take like all the popular songs and turn them into plot points. Right, they didn't That's go searching for songs yeah. that no it's, one knew. You know, yeah. it was like they took the popular ones yeah. and were able to write something out of it. Yeah, it's like they used Mamma Mia, they used Dancing Queen, they used SOS, they eventually used Fernando. Like Fernando's a song about coming back from war, and they managed to write that into the second one. It's like the perfect moment, I think. Mm-hmm. So, although it's definitely kind of on both parts, because Ava does have a great catalog of music. Who wrote the musical? Do you know or the play? Um, I know the director of the first movie directed the original Broadway production of Mamiya. I'm not sure about who wrote it, but um, the guy who wrote the sequel is known for writing a lot of rom-coms. His name is Richard Curtis. Okay. I think he wrote, um, he might have written... Um, Love Actually. He wrote my um, favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He wrote uh, the new movie Yesterday, I believe. He wrote um, oh, really? the Beatles movie. He wrote um, About Time. Oh, that was yeah. another You're one. Three for three, right? I am. Right. He also wrote War Horse, which is yeah. not a rom com. <laughs> he didn't. Or uh, the first one, the person who wrote the first one, he didn't write Chess too, did he? Like the chess. actual play. Yeah, I don't, that's. The guy who wrote the actual play? Yeah. Um, let's take a look. Because um, I thought, I don't know, I could be totally wrong, but I thought that's what my dad had been talking about when we actually saw the, the musical, mm-hmm. like not the movie. It's written by Katherine Johnson, who I think she did write um, the movies also. She was oh, really? at least a co-writer. I... Yeah. But, uh, Neil, it's funny that you mentioned War Horse, because I think the guy who plays young Sam in the sequel was the star. Oh, he was that boy? Yeah, I think he is. That's interesting. Is the guy that plays Bill also in um, Bohemian Rhapsody or not? I don't believe he is. That was the Skarsgård? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the young young Skarsgård. No, he's not. Skarsgård? He's not in Bohemian I could be... Is it Stella? I don't think he is. Stellan Skarsgård. He plays Pennywise, right? And it, no, his son does. Else. That's Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, I'm, I don't yeah, know. Totally different. I know they're totally crazy family. He in has terms like of acting, but like one's Tarzan. I know one's Pennywise. One's in Thor. Like oh that's gosh. how I know them. Yeah, he has I don't like, know the names. He has like six um, sons, and they're all like actors. Yeah, and they couldn't get any of them to play the young him, which yeah. is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> like that's they true. all look exactly like him, but they couldn't find anyone. I don't believe he's in, um, no. in Bohemian Rhapsody. He was an ally, though, that weird uh, Brad Pitt, Marie, Marion Cotillard movie. It's like a World War II thing. It's um, it's a weird movie. I gotta watch it. Anything with Brad Pitt, I yeah. gotta watch. Love that man. But yeah, what do you say we dive into some trivia here? All right, let's do it. Oh, cool. yeah. Yeah. I hate this part. We oh, got so bad. <laughs> Me too, but it's fun. Tyler's <laughs> not here. Yeah, we so. got sixteen questions. Hey. We don't have Tyler. Yeah. We don't have Andrew. So we don't. We don't have our permanent winner. We don't have our permanent loser. Oh, is so, Andrew the permanent loser? Andrew, Andrew's lost everything except for one. Where I think he beat Ben on trivia. No, didn't he? He did. He beat me for um, MCU. I'm pretty sure. 
I don't believe he did. Oh really? Yeah, because he was he was over to Comeback King. Yeah, Neil came in for his first like two episodes and he killed it. And then Bronte yeah. almost beat Tyler last year. Yeah. I don't know how he lost the Quentin Tarantino one. I had seen yeah. like. Andrew I was, Andrew. Andrew, yeah. funny story, I was vacuuming my house, and I was listening to it while I was vacuuming, and I was playing along, and I would have beat Tyler had I been <laughs> uh. here. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, it, I definitely knew it would get interesting when you got here, and we got like yeah, two right. of your big topics out of the way yeah. before you could even get here. I know, it's okay, yeah. You had a fun trip, though? I did have a fun trip, <laughs> <That's> yes. <good. laughs> All right, so diving in, Neil, you're going to... Pull up a sheet to write on? Yes. All right. Okay. First question. Remember, starts out easy, gets a bit difficult. Which of the three possible fathers flashes his butt in the first movie? Oh, no. Uh, yes. I, didn't even, I can't even keep them straight. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. You Neil saw that... this last night, though. That is no, not No, Neil fair. saw it two nights ago. I saw it two last nights. night. No, you saw the second one last night. You saw, I the, saw... the first yes. one two nights ago. Yes, yes. I think we both watched it the same night yes. or something. Or I might have watched it the night before. Wait, what were you going to say? You, there was a second part to that question. No, it's just one oh. part. Which of the three possible fathers flashes his butt in the first movie? I will take the character name or the yeah, actor I'm name. Yeah, I'm going to need a quick... Um, we take both. Harry is Pierce Brosnan or Harry, Harry is, is Harry is Colin Firth. Okay. So I believe your answer is Harry. My answer is Harry. I'm not confident, right. though. I said it was the gay man. So that's um, Harry. Oh, <laughs> yes! Bill. Neil is right. It no. is Bill. It's uh, on the boat when Harry comes. I knew they were both in the scene. I, so I remember when, that butt anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> Harry comes. Harry comes to the boat to tell Bill he realizes something about himself. It might be that he was gay. They don't really ever mention what he's actually talking about. Like either that Sophie's his daughter or that he's gay. It's one of the two. But um, I believe it's Rosie comes. Yeah, she's, she like interrupts remember. the conversation, and he's like. Come on in, we're serving up the works. And then he turns around and walks out. <laughs> and like, he sees Button and has like two eye tattoos on his okay, cheek. Why do I not remember yeah. that? It's all. such that's a. That's the only way I do I didn't remember. know which one of them it was. I remember they were like both in it. Yeah. But, but um. Like no recollection at all of that scene. I don't know what's wrong. It's okay, you don't really need it. But, <laughs> but um, Stellan Skarsgård actually never talked to the director about doing that. He just he like. Did it. He just like. He only put on an apron. <laughs> And then when they're filming the scene, he like turns around and walks away, and the whole crew starts cracking up because he has those two eye tattoos on his butt. It's That's so funny. He didn't wait, so he didn't know until like. No, he knew that the butt was there. The uh, director didn't know it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that's the way those to do are it. Concerning tattoos. Yeah, you really wonder what the story is behind those because he also has them on his knees. Yeah, he has them on his knees. Yeah. So. <laughs> Why? I, have no I don't know if those are like actually there or like a character thing or what, but so they're there. All right, number two. Three of the four members of ABBA are from this country. Bonus points if you can name the country that the fourth member is from. I know this. Oh so give me the one that the three are from first, and then the one that the fourth guy is from. Wait, I thought you, oh they're from the oh. Okay. Three of them are from the same country, and then okay. the fourth one is from this a flat out guess. No, I... The, the one of them, the first one, should be very obvious. Is it the... Yes. I know, it's... I'm, it's oh also gosh. the nationality of Bill. Okay, oh, I think I remember that. That's really easy. Yeah. For the oh, first boy. one. Oh, boy. I'm going to feel real stupid Okay, right the now. fourth one, it's like... Ugh, that one's iffy. Do we have answers for everyone? 
Alright, Chloe, go ahead. Well, the three of them are Swedish. Yeah. The fourth um, one... <sighs> Danish. Danish. I put Norwegian also, but okay. I don't know which one. I said Swedish and Swiss. Mine's so general. I said Great Britain and Canada. Oh my god, <laughs> that's yo. so wrong! <laughs> I know, that's I said. It's a flat-out guess. So, a point for Chloe and Leah. The fourth person is from Norway. Really? Uh, I put Denmark or Norway. It's one answer, Chloe. You gotta, you gotta settle. You gotta lock in. Uh, the happiest country on earth. Yeah. We're all tied up here with one point apiece, so let's move on to number three. Back in 2008, the original became the highest grossing movie in the UK at the time, beating which movie's record? In 2008. Oh, yes. Is this UK? Um, UK box office. So whatever was the highest grossing movie in the United Kingdom as of then was beaten Can by Can you give us a hint? Is it a movie that was also popular in the United States or specifically like it was popular? Like, oh, it's UK. It was popular in a lot of places. Okay. This is 2008. I have a hard time I'm not going to tell you when it was released, but it's just it was released before 2008 and Mamma Mia beat it. Okay. Before oh, before no 2008. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It didn't necessarily come out in 2008. It wasn't the highest grossing movie of 2008. Oh. Highest grossing movie ever in point. the UK. Yeah. Okay. In in 2008. I don't even know what like the highest grossing movie is like. Now. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Endgame. Yeah, it's Endgame. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, because it beat Avatar. Yep. Avatar. Right. I have a guess, but right. I don't. I'm when did Avatar come out? <laughs> Next year. No, when did the other one come out? Oh, oh, okay. Right. I have a guess, but I'm not happy. All right. Do I? Do you have an answer? Neil starts this time early. Okay, here, I'll write it. I don't even have a movie written down. Yeah, Neil starts. I'm I'm out for this one. All right, Neil. Okay, um, give me one second. Okay, I put James Bond. Which one? Quantum (gasps) Solace. I put Titanic. Chloe's right. Oh, that's such a good guess. That's such a good answer. It was Titanic. It beat Titanic. (laughs) And then it got beat by Avatar the next year. Titanic, the highest grossing before Avatar? Titanic was the highest grossing yeah. movie of all time in the world. And oh, then Avatar okay. beat it. But Mamma Mia beat Titanic in the UK only. Jeff, James Cameron is pretty successful, I guess. Yeah, James Cameron. Yeah. kind of hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't his wife do the Hurt Locker? I don't think so. I, don't, I mean, it's Catherine oh, Beeglow. Let's see. It's Catherine Beeglow. Good luck. We're was she married to James Cameron? She was. Yeah, it was. She's wow. Exactly. Way to uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number four. How long did it take to film Meryl Streep's scenes for the sequel? Remember, she's literally only in the end. Other than some pictures of her. How long did it take to film? Yes. How specific um, is this? quantity amount? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a very specific amount, but it's not, like, tough to get. Man, it's not like 1.5 days or something like that, or like. So are you saying I should put my answer in hours? No, it should be like a number and then just like a a unit of time. So like, can you tell me? You could say like 20. You could say 24 hours, like one day, or like three weeks, something like that. Oh, I understand. Yeah. Uh, Okay. All right. Chloe's ready first, so we're gonna go with her. Yeah, you're gonna laugh at me. I said 48 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) You mean a school period? (laughs) (laughs) I said three hours. Three hours. I said one week. Neil's right. It's one week. What the heck? You were 
was so confusing. <laughs> yeah, the, the question. I did say you could have said like three it's, weeks well, later. You made it, but you made it sound like by not saying minutes, that was going to be the unit of time. I felt like, like, sure I I felt like it wouldn't have fell within a day. And then, so like, going off of that, I was like, it'd be weird to say six days. So I'm like, I'll just put a week. So she's she's <laughs> in my logic. Specific. I was like, right. she's in like five to ten minutes of the movie. Yeah, but because there's so many like transitions and stuff and scene changes, each one takes multiple takes. Yeah, setup and takedown for each take takes about fifteen to twenty minutes. So each take takes fifteen minutes to set up. You said so, how long was Meryl Streep in this? Was she taking down and setting up the set? Tears right of. It's how long did her scenes take the film? Well, it that was, was a poorly week. worded question. No, I'm kidding. Nailed it good. Nailed it good. I'm not taking the word. Chloe, Chloe just doesn't like to lose here. <laughs> Chloe's I, like I will win Mama Mia trivia. I don't like to lose based on Shrey's poor questions. <laughs> It's a difference when I feel like I've cheated. <laughs> For no, those listening, I'm things kidding. are getting very tense in this room. No, I'm, I'm kidding. We're good. We're good. We're good. I'm having fun. Way to reassure us. All right. Number five. Who handpicked Andy Garcia to play Fernando in the sequel? Great. I do know this answer was told to me at one point by you. but I, I, I don't know if... If I knew this before I started doing research for so, trivia. Somehow I heard this, but I didn't. Hand-picked. So, Shrey, if yeah. you're hand-picked by someone, are you usually hand-picked by a director or a I don't know a director or a writer. It could be literally a... anyone. Okay. Alright. It's just someone okay. important picked Also, him. can you please refresh my memory? Is Andy Garcia? Is it... Senor Cienfuegos Thank or you. Fernando. Okay, He was actually a bit too young to play him, related to, um, I guess, the plot. Like, I think he was like three years old whenever Fernando was supposed to be set, like the song is about. But he was like the perfect actor for it, so they're like, What's the the actor's name? Andy Garcia. He's in uh, Ocean's Eleven, Mr. Benedict. Yeah. All right, Chloe, let's hear it. Am I first? Yeah, you're first. I, uh... Not confidently, but I put him in the I said Cher handpicked him. So I, I'm torn between either Old Parker or Amanda Seyfried, and I think it's I'm gonna go with Old Parker. Who is Old Parker? It's he's the director. He's the director. Second, but it's Leah. It is oh. Cher. Oh my Cher got to goodness choose. gracious! <laughs> We're all tied up again with I two points Leah, apiece. That was this close. That was yeah. that, literally, that was the only trivia. person I could think of. Yeah. I was like. I mean, she's the one who has to interact with him, so... Okay, fair. Yeah, so after Cher decided, I want Andy Garcia to be my Fernando, the director's like, all right, he's a bit young for this. He's like 12 years younger than her. Oh, <laughs> screw it. Yeah. I mean, he We're gonna looks do it. Yeah. like yeah. he's old enough. Yes. So. <laughs> he's a very, very feisty <laughs> silver <Yeah>. fox. <laughs> all right, number six. Cher was offered which role in the original movie, turning it down before eventually playing a different role in the sequel. You can tell me, or actually, I'm not going to give you bonus points for that because I know everyone knows it. What so it doesn't matter. I mean, what role does she play in the sequel? Everyone knows oh. that. It's too Talk easy. Talked a lot about Cher today. You've got, I think, like five Cher questions in a row here. So, oh boy. Yeah. Oh my god.
this is a character that did appear in the first movie. It's not like they offered her a role, they couldn't get her, and so then they just wrote her out. Who, wait, can I, can I ask, who declined it? Cher? Cher declined okay. it. Cher was offered the role, and then she declined it. Okay. All right. Hmm. Neil, let's hear yours. Rosie? Is that the... F the short one? Yeah, the short. Grandma. No, the oh, short. Yeah. I thought it was going to be the taller friend. So, Tanya. Yes, right? Yeah, the one that's high maintenance. I think Tanya, too. It is Tanya. Dang. Oh my Neil, God. not doing so well. Not doing real well, man. Well, I mean, everything's relative. We're only like a point <laughs> difference right now. All right. So... Cher released an album of ABBA covers after the release of the sequel with this title. What was the name of the album? Basically, that's the question. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. After listening to this album, I decided it's good that Cher literally only sang, like, Fernando on her own. Like, she's in Super Trooper at the end, but I don't think her voice is right for all of ABBA. No, I, yeah. I agree with that. All right, Leah, I think you got yours right away, so let's hear it. Share <laughs> <Cher> does, Abba. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe. Well, at first I was thinking she just called it Fernando, but now I'm going to say she just called it SOS. Neil? I have no idea. The album is called Dancing Queen. Oh, what? Oh, wow. yeah. That one crossed my mind, but I was like, nah. Yeah. It's a very popular pick. You're so. telling me it's not Share does Abba? <laughs> I like Share does Abba. I feel better. like that has a bit of a weird connotation. She didn't really want to <laughs> dive into here. <laughs> It's Cher's tell-all album. <laughs> She's like, the 60s were a wild time, my friends. That reminds me of, like, what's that, like, the guy from, um, oh, what's the show? Uh, Saved by the Bell, where he did, like, the tell-all book that, like, was, like, half not true, and it, like, ruined everybody's, it was just, like, this horrible thing that he, did. I don't know, sorry, that's kind of unrelated. I'm the only person that's I'm the only person Okay, you know, it's, it's pretty interesting drama, actually. Alright. I'll take your word for it. Thanks. Number eight. Despite playing a mother and daughter, Cher is only this many years older than Meryl Streep. Ah, oh, we talked about this. I didn't say the exact number, but I did say it's a very small amount. She's like barely older than her. You say these words. Barely. <laughs> it's all relative. It's, it's all yeah, relative. It's like 17 years. <laughs> 17 years, 8 months, and 43 days. Yeah, it's just barely. Yeah, if it had just been one more day, it'd be like, she's a lot older. Alright. I Neil, said three. I said four. I said two. Neil's right, it's three. Wow. Ooh, Neil's good. And it's tied again. <laughs> so, three points apiece, which is about one person per point <laughs> yeah. per question. That's the top trivia. I think yeah. it's the toughest one I played. Yeah, I think it's just because you don't have as much That's in depth knowledge of, like, I don't. Of Mamma Mia. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not welcome here. Yeah, I, I'd be interested in seeing Neil replay our first two trivias. Oh, I think he would do very well yeah. on the one that I did before. <laughs> I did not do so well. Yeah. All right, number nine. So Cher and Meryl Streep are actually related. What degree what? cousins are they? What? Might I ask, this is all Cher-themed trivia, Cher. It's, I told you, it's five questions in a row about Cher. Oh. Yeah, I I was looking through the trivia and I realized I have a lot of questions about shared. What degree cousins? Yeah, they're like twice removed, but I don't care about that. Okay. I just want what degree. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea what it means. I I looked it up one time. I think correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's like like when it'd be like your mom's cousin's kid. That's like once removed. 
Okay. Cause your moms are cousins, so then you oh. want to remove like one generation. Oh, I think, oh, but I'm not oh, sure. Oh, I would have to Google that again. I don't know. Anyone Patel is just—it's like you never know for me. <laughs> <laughs> it could be related. It could not be. All right, Chloe. I put third. I put third too. Put fourth. They are sixteenth cousins. What? <laughs> is that even like <laughs> possible? I have no idea. They're both like related to the same like queen, I think, from like the thirteen uh, hundreds or something. They're both in her lineage. I actually might be related to George Washington. Oh wow! So, you know, uh, we could be eighteenth or something. I mean, Neil and I are like technically like seventeenth <laughs> cousins. Yeah, we're probably like related. Mahatma Gandhi. So yeah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh my God. Which pair of actors playing the same character are actually related? And if you can get what degree cousins? We I know which one point. is not the answer, because didn't you tell us that? Wait, repeat the question. Yeah, I'm All confused. Of it. Okay, so two actors, uh-huh. they're playing the same character, but at like different age points, so in the second movie. All right? Okay, okay. So they're playing the same character. Oh, which two are? You can give me like just the character name, and I'll give you a point. If you can give me both the names of the actors, I'll give you two points. And then what's the um, second part of the question? If you can give me what degree cousins. Oh, wait, no, that's not likely, huh? <laughs> wait, no, no, I don't, I need to, no, that that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Chloe's having a real dilemma. So there's three points here. I am. There are three points on the line. You know yes. what, I'm just going to go with it, but I don't think it's right. All right, Neil, do you have your answer done? I need to do the cousins. I'm gonna All right, just you just got to pick a degree. Yeah. All right, Chloe, let's hear it. Okay, well, my answer... Uh, and it, I, I'm feeling doubtful because I know Lily James is British, okay. so I put Lily James and Meryl Streep, and I put 18th. All right. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> this is dumb. I know we had been talking about how I think it's Bill. Bill. Yeah. Could they couldn't get his son? Mm-hmm. They just didn't. They just didn't get his son. Yeah. But I forgot that part. So I thought we had been talking about how they oh, were related. So yeah. I put that down. But oh, you did, Bill. I thought it was Sam. And so I did. Great. So so wait, do I say the actors? I mean, or, if you know the actors, Jeremy yeah. Irvin, I know, and Pierce Brosnan. Okay. And then third degree. Okay. The answer is Meryl Streep and Lily James. Really? Oh wow! They are ninth cousins. Um, how do people know this? They're ninth cousins three times removed. Wow. So. That's some serious well, 23 at first, I thought, like, that's yeah. not right. But then you said how they were related to some queens. I was like, maybe. Yeah. It's from, so from weird. the UK. Yeah, it's I mean, crazy. It's, it's plausible that she's, like, has some British lineage. Yeah, and no, I want to do, like, Ancestry.com. Yeah. And figure yeah, right? out who I'm related to. Yeah. Related to, like, the big Russian or yeah. like, He got the weird, wacky thumb. Awesome. Yeah. It's like, oh, I get it. <laughs> All right. Um... The title font for the movies is the same font used by this band for their album covers. It's not ABBA, I'll tell you that. But it's a very big band. It's not like something obscure. Okay. You want to give us the genre or no? no. Okay. Because so we'll give it away. Give it away? Yeah. Okay. Fair. Can I use my phone <laughs> for reference? You want to see like, the Wait, can logo? Can logo? Okay. I don't yeah, think it'll help that idea. much, but... <laughs> oh, it, I think it will. Cause it's a modern band? It's... Or like an Abbott era it's, band. It's just a band. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. 
I'm not gonna like specify what era or whatever. I don't look at album covers enough. Yeah, I really don't. It's not my my thing to oh, shoot. I mean, you really only have to know I think like one album cover for this one. Because there's only one I can think of, like off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. There's none I can think of. All right. You gotta get Do we have some know. ideas here? Just the yeah. band, right? Yeah. If you can give me the band. Oh no, it's not that. Bad. <laughs> I was gonna say ACDC. I was like, no. I know. I has, for <laughs> some reason that popped my head. That's what comes to my mind, but it's not. Well, it kind of looks like um, a little bit like. Greta Van Fleet, which looks like the Stranger okay. Things, but it's not that. Okay. Well, that's logical. Can I go with... Oh, no, it's not that. Oh, shoot. Mm. I'm going to say either Greta Van Fleet or Queen. I feel like there's... I feel like there's... I, had, I had originally so wrote down Queen, and then I changed yeah, it. Yeah, so did I. I. Queen. Um... It's definitely not 21 Pilots. Yeah, gonna, I also gonna, thought 21 Pilots, yeah, yeah. This is weird. I'm going to say Queen. I had yeah. that at first, but mm -hmm. the answer the disco? is Nirvana. Oh! Oh my god, that's so familiar. That yeah. so now that funny. I think about it, yeah. look at that. Yeah. yeah that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to like, give away the genre because I feel like yeah, that's a bit obvious that's, when you that just start the When you say grunge rock. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, what is it? <laughs> I know. Well, that threw me too. And he's like, I'm not going to give away the genre. I'm like, what's an obscuring of genre? Yeah. But like, we'll give it away. Yeah. That, was, that was a good question. Her right. folk music. <laughs> yeah, Grunner and Fleet, though, was a solid answer. Yeah, really. That's a very out of left I will one. show you after. Well, don't they have that kind of vibe, too? Yeah. All right. What is the first song sung in the first movie? <sighs> it's like the opening scene. Also, I definitely see how Greta Van Fleet is like that. Right. Although I will say it's more like Stranger Things. Yes, that's what I was like. Yeah. I think it's like exactly the same. It, I think Things. it is. Because I think they like started maybe after Stranger Things, right? Oh, really? I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, they're more of a recent band, and yeah. Stranger Things no, is like 2015 were... or 2016. Yeah. I don't know. I'll look yeah. We'll look into that. All right, Neil. My guess is Honey Honey. Good guess. Leah? I don't know. <laughs> Am I wrong? I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's I Had a Dream or I Have a Dream, but that's what I think it is. I'll take it. It is I Have a I. Because I know it starts as like. It's like this escape of Yep, and it's like Sophie riding on the boat into the island scene. Shoot, I have so it's like not even. Yeah, I was thinking like after the movie actually started. Honey, yep, honey, that's yeah. just Honey Honey is like the first like big yeah, musical number. A, oh my god, dang! Yeah. Good job, Chloe. Chloe's got a two just, point lead right now. These are yeah. just some random guesses. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> All right. So, both movies are set in Greece, but both are not actually filmed there. One of them is, one of them isn't. Tell me which one wasn't, and you can get a bonus point if you tell me the country that it was filmed in. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay, I feel like that's kind of a tricky question. What if, what if you like the movie wrong, but the place right? Do you still get the point? Yeah, or do you, have to you can. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I've either, right? But... <laughs> Although, I will say, they weren't 100% filmed in, like, their countries, because obviously they have to do, like, some stuff on the sound stages and stuff, but 
When they were doing it on location, which one was not filmed in Greece? I know I read this, uh, and I didn't... Well, oh, I did not spell that right. No okay, I'm going to go first, because I don't have anything written down. I want to say that it's the second, but I also want to say that it's the first, because I know the production in the second was higher than it was in the first, so it would make more sense it was actually filmed in oh, Greece, right? Yeah, okay. But I am going to go with the second movie was not filmed in Greece... And where was it filmed? Um, <laughs> somewhere in... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Neil? I said Mamma Mia 2, and I was not filmed in Greece. Mm-hmm. And then I said it was filmed in Croatia. I think right. it's right. Yeah, I, I, I went the opposite. Because I thought I remembered Lily James talking about like being in Greece in some interview or something. Yeah. So I said the first wasn't, and I said it was filmed in Spain. Alright. Neil's right on both. Hey, it's Mamiya 2 like, filmed in Croatia. It wasn't like beneficial for them to film in Greece yeah. for the second one, which is why they filmed there. Can you tell me the island that they filmed on in Croatia? I know you're probably not going to get it, but start. Okay, the first one was filmed on this oh island named Skazgard or something. Skoz. Scars card? <laughs> no, not Scars card. I, I swear, I swear. Yeah, I'll look this up. But the second one in Croatia? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Croatia. I don't know. It's no. called a beast. Oh, V-I-S. Okay. But nice job, Neil. Wait, let's see. Let's see where. Uh, was that like a oh, guess or had man, you like read about it? No, I yes, had Neil, read about that was it. Impressive. I read yeah. about it and I did. Hey, do I get a point for guessing that it was the second one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you do. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. So it's. Just a point difference right now. Chloe and Neil are tied in first with five each. Leah has four. Leah can come back soon. Yeah. Oh, uh, the location for the first one was Kalo Kyrie mm-hmm. on the oh, Greek island of Skopelos. Yeah, so it started with an S. That's okay. close. That's K. So I believe there's four more points on the line here, or actually several. There's several points. <laughs> there's a lot. There's three. <laughs> there's, several. There, there's three. There's a, there's more. The last question can be a lot of points. I can make it that oh, way. Oh, good lord. Okay. All right? <laughs> Sorry. But third third to last question. All right? All right. Let's do this. Screenwriter Richard Curtis oh, no. got inspiration oh. for the time-hopping plot for the second movie from which other movie? Dangerous Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> so how they jump between the past and the present. Like how they do it? Like I mean, just sides? like the idea of just doing it that way, of making a second movie that jumps between. Such a bad case. Yeah. Oh my gosh, why can I, why am I liking an any movie as a time hop ever? And I feel like it's a lot. There's a lot of movies that do this. I gotta at least come up with an answer where there is a time hop. Like, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not like a time travel movie. I'll say that. Okay, then I'll raise my answer. No, did you have back to the future? I did. I did. <laughs> oh, I've oh, got I it. Got I think it. I've got it, but yeah. I don't know if I have it. It's it's definitely very interesting. I think okay, maybe okay, someone okay. can get it. All right. You know, do you have an answer? Pulp Fiction. <laughs> All right. I don't know if this is accurate in a sense that I'm not sure which one came out first, but Manchester by the Sea. Okay. <laughs> no <laughs> The eyebrows. The notebook. The answer is The Godfather 2. Oh, oh wow. You have Al Pacino as the young yeah. Michael Corleone, and it switches in between it. both. So you see him growing up 
Oh, yeah, because, it does. Oh my god. Oh, are you yeah. saying that the first movie is in chronological order and then the second movie? The second one, they go back in time and you meet yeah. the younger version of him and some of the oh, other characters. Oh, you meant how it's the, like two movies. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like a series, like a story. Oh, yeah. The whole story. Yeah. Oh, that you have the sense. idea of like how you have the, the same characters as the original. But then you add in new characters that are just younger versions. Yeah, I didn't know, but I didn't know whether to pick like a big movie, like or like like The Godfather, or like a small movie, because like Tarantino gets yeah. his inspiration for movies from like small movies mm-hmm. that most people haven't heard of. So it's like this was like, just like French film. Yeah, are you telling me that he just steals other people's work that no one knows that's, about? No, that's literally <laughs> might be right. That's literally what he says. He says great artists steal. So yeah. he like just takes from other movies and he just puts them in his. Hey, he wow. does it good though. Yeah, he does it good. He does, he does it, good. it very well. Do not worry. Yeah, okay. I can show you guys a full video. Good with the notebook. <laughs> it's a good guess. I can show you a full video on how he like steals from other movies. It's really cool. But for that, um, next question: the welcome banner for the party in the second movie. You know when there's like the big storm and they go down to the dock and there's a welcome mm-hmm. banner being blown around. The font on that saying "Welcome" is the same as the font for the title for which movie? Like a Mamma Mia movie, or like a, a random other just movie? a random other movie. A random? Can you pull up the Welcome Banner? <laughs> no. <laughs> so it's something very know. distinct. Yeah. Oh oh oh! I, then, <laughs> I know! I know! I know! Yeah, well, this font is the same font for a movie. It's the same font as a title for a movie. I can't even picture the banner. Oh, I think Leah does have it from the way she reacted. I'm like pretty sure she does. I might be very wrong because sometimes I'm dumb. Give me like a second. I- I'm gonna give you five seconds. Oh, wait a minute! <laughs> wait a minute! <laughs> wait a minute! I'm gonna write this down because I think Leah and I have the same thing. What? This is so funny. All right, if we have the same Should I thing. Should go first? Go, like, go first. Well, earlier I heard her nail said Pulp Fiction. That's the most iconic, like. <laughs> Title that's true. Font size is It's not right, but what are you guys talking about? Okay, so my two things are my Big Fat Greek Wedding. Oh no. Or Percy Jackson. I know that they do like the font. I didn't have either of those. I had La La Land. That's, Percy that's, Jackson one was a good thought too. Because I wrote down my Fat Greek Wedding, I was like, yeah. "Oh, it might be Percy Jackson." Because yeah. like that's the, I don't know why. That was, yep. Now are we tied? It's all tied at five. Oh my! Is this we the have, last question? Last question. Oh, there's like five points on the line. I guess Ooh, this is the last oh, yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. So this is a weird question, right? Oh, no. So you're gonna have to pay attention. Feel free to ask me to like repeat parts of it. All right. Okay. So one of the actors for like. The younger generation of characters, right? In the second one. Okay. He played the younger version of one of the actors for the older guys. Alright? But in Wait, a separate I'm sorry. Start yeah. Okay. <laughs> you told oh, so, the list, so he's so played the younger version. Yeah. Yeah. He's played the he's younger, played version, the version, of two version of two of them. Yes. In a different movie, he played the younger version of one of the other dads than he played in like Mamma Mia. Alright? Oh, okay. Yeah. So I understand. I want you to tell me the younger actor, the character. Yes. I mean, I so the bonus points here are if you can give me the actors' names because right now I want character names. So I want the younger, the younger actor and his character, then the older actor and his character, and I want you to tell me the movie that he was in. Can, can you, you tell us then who's who again? So we have Bill, blonde guy, 
Harry. Bill is the Swede. So Bill is the Swede. Harry is. Harry. Pierce Brosnan. Nope. The other one. Yes. Okay. All right. And then Sam is Pierce Brosnan. Yes. So the younger actors. All right. One of them has played the younger version of two of the older actors. All right. What do you mean they played the younger version? So of he's played the, he's played the younger version of another one of the dads in a different movie. So he plays the younger version of one of them in Mamma Mia, but he plays the younger version of a different one in a different movie. Oh, I understand. What character names are you asking for? Character names in Mamma Mia or the character, character names, names in the Mamma other Mia. movie? In Mamma Mia. But it's one the of the dads. It's one of the dads. Oh, they have different ones. So it's, yes. there's three choices. Yes. Okay. There's three choices for the younger guys, three choices for the older. Oh, but it sounds so familiar, but I, I don't know what movie it was in. So give me all the points again. What are the points for? Actor. So two there points for each actor, two points for each character name, and one point if you can get the Oh, point. there's two of them? No, because there's... I want you to give me the younger actor and then the older actor he's oh. playing the character of in a different movie. Okay. What if okay. I give okay. you like two completely separate answers? I mean, I'm going to take your first answer. So oh, give me the first on. answer. No, I'm kidding. Because <laughs> there's, I think, like nine possible. Co- or, yeah, there's six oh, combinations. Oh, I didn't even that think that it could be female. No, we're not going to do the female ones. Okay. Yeah. Cause I don't so you're know. saying that, like, the young guy that plays the younger version of the guy in Mamma Mia, it huh. could be he plays a totally different older guy. But out of the three. So. <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> yes. You don't have to explain. Because yeah. I don't have an answer anyway. <laughs> There's a point for the movie too, right? Yeah, if you okay. can get the other movie there. Oh, boy. I, I wish we could look at like a catalog of their films, but not like yeah. who's in it, just because I can't think of a movie. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to get the movie point. I'm just going to throw that out there. Great. Okay. Thanks. Okay. So first, I want to hear answers for the younger character and their actor. Alright, so give me the character and then the actor, Chloe. Wait, am I, I, am I to be ready right now? Yeah, just give me the younger. Okay, the well, younger. I think that it's young Harry, Okay. who is, Harry is the one that is in the hotel, correct? Yes. Young Harry, and I do not know his name. Okay. Leah. I just said Harry. Harry? Literally all okay. I heard Neil. I, um. Neil has a I said, Harry? No, yeah, I said, <laughs> Colin Firth was the guy who played young Harry. Or, no, no, Hugh Skinner's the guy who played young Harry. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he plays young Harry. So you're saying Harry, young Harry, plays the older version of a different... Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you, none of you are right. It's not Harry. Wait, can Dang. I tell you my alternate guess real quick? That's okay. not, not for right, but just for fun. Okay. It's that it's the opposite... With Colin Firth, Jeremy Irvine, and it's Bridget Jones' diary, but I don't think that's right. Oh wow! Can I hear your older character? Oh okay. Wait, because we know that none of us were right on the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can ch- you can choose a different person for. Oh, I'm still gonna okay. Okay. Neil, let's hear yours. Colin Colin Firth, who plays Harry. So you're saying Hugh Skinner. Who played well, no, Harry? No, no, no! You told us all we were all wrong. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. So you're yeah, changing so it to like, Colin. Yeah, yeah. Okay, basically, yeah. Because you said you weren't going to change it, right? Okay. Colin Firth. <laughs> all right. I'll give Chloe two points. Wow. And I'll be one. Wait, it was Mr. Oh. Jones' diary. No, no. Oh. <laughs> it's Jeremy Irvine playing Sam, who played a younger version of Colin Firth, who played Harry. 
Neil and Leah with six points apiece. Yeah, sort of a good fight. Yeah, one yeah, of the most interesting trivia yeah. rounds, I think. And uh, wow. now that that's over, I would I say because you guys weren't here, what was it, two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Well, let's hear about some of your anticipated 2019 movies yeah. for the rest of the year. Oh my gosh, for the rest of the year, I don't yeah. even know what's supposed to be coming out. Um, oh, Bombshell. Yeah. I really want to see that. The new trailer for that came out yesterday. Yes, I watched it. That looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I love Mario Robbie. Also, it's yeah. crazy. It it's so it's the Fox News movie about Roger Ailey's and all the sexual harassment accusations. So they have Charlize Theron playing Megyn Kelly, and it's insane how much she looks like her. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of makeup and stuff. Like, I did not know that that was her. I knew she was in the movie. I didn't know she was playing Megyn Kelly. So she shows up on screen. I'm like, who is that? Yeah. Well, I didn't know like what it was supposed to be about. So then I had to look up like. Mm-hmm. The trailer for that is really good because they don't reveal a lot, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's such a tense scene in just showing that one part in the trailer. It's got a lot of, I guess, um, it's got a lot of buzz of something happening. Yeah. That's cool. One one movie since we're on the topic of musicals that looks very weird but interesting. Horrible. Cats. Yeah, cats. 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 It's a fantasy no. slash musical. No. It's directed. No, no, but it's directed by the guy. Oh, the King's Speech. Have but, you seen the trailer, Neil? No, I haven't. Oh, Neil. Neil. I don't know. Neil. 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 We've seen it like thirty really? times. It's what? so wacky. It's, it's, it's so like weird. the weirdest live action thing you could ever come up with because it's humans as. Yeah. Okay, look. There's like there's we like a musicals. There's a term. There's a term they came it's up with. It's called it's called digital oh, yes. fur technology. Oh my god! Digital fur technology that they came up with That's so that so you could turn these humans into cats. It's so weird. It's so bad. It looks so dumb. And it, it Double Stuff very... Cinema will be going to see it opening night. There will be a two hour long podcast episode where we talk just about cats. Because that movie looks That's, insane. Yeah, it does look Like, insane. oh my god. Look at it now. Um, that was written by, the original musical, I think, is written by Andrew Lloyd Webber. He also has this musical called, I think it's the Starlight Express, which oh, is about trains. Yeah. It's about... It's roller skating. Yeah, right? it's trains, it's like people dress up as trains and then they get on roller skates and they skate around the stage. So that is the yeah, next that, live that action. That guy was just doing a lot of dope. Yeah. <laughs> well, then he's a fan of the opera, which is like, yeah. so good. That, like, Starlight Express is the next Andrew Lloyd Webber musical I want to see turned into a live action movie. Like, I don't care about cats. Give me Starlight Express. Give me people roller skating around as trains. Because that looks insane. But um, one movie that actually, I think, just came out in theaters is called Ready or Not. Yeah. Um, it has uh, Samara Weaving, who kind of looks like Margot Robbie. She's mm-hmm. also Australian. She was in that Netflix movie, The Babysitter. But basically, it's this woman is marrying into this super rich family. And that family has like a tradition where every night, um, every wedding night, uh, the bride has to pick a game randomly out of like a box. And the whole family plays that game. And so she gets hide and seek. 
but the family's version of it is really deadly, so everyone has to try and hunt her down and kill her. Yeah. So it reminds me. It kind of reminds me of Get Out a mm-hmm. little bit. It's like Get Out. Um, it's kind of like Clue. Yeah. It feels a lot like a board game movie, which mm-hmm. seems really fun. Yeah, that one's. It seems yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. It's scary too. Yeah. Leah, you look like you got something for us. Oh, no, I was looking up um, that. I was looking up the. Ready or not? Yeah, but I'm super excited for Ad Astra. Ad Astra looks amazing. Yeah, I'm really Brad Pitt in that. space. Mm-hmm. That's what I need. Brad Pitt. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Brad Astra is sad Astra because his dad Astra is missing. Oh. <laughs> Ad Astra. <laughs> so I want to know if that has any affiliation to the actual Ad Astra company because. What is that? Be what is that? It's, yeah. it's a company for. I'll look it up. I don't want to say it wrong. But it's like, you know, it would be like your Lockheed Martin or. Is that what okay. it's called? I think. Um, it's a. Space exploratory. Like, um, like, is it more like uh, pa- taking humans to space, or is it more like uh, I think it's. I want to say it's NASA. parts. Okay, but I'm mm-hmm. not sure. I do know it's an American rocket propulsion company dedicated to the development of advanced plasma rocket propulsion. Technology. Yeah, founded by Franklin Shane Diaz. Am I right? <laughs> am I right, fam? Yes. I don't know. Franklin Chang Diaz. Oh, yeah. He's from... Texas or something? Puerto Rico, I want to say, too. Let's see. He speaks Spanish. You know a lot about this guy. He is Costa Rican. Costa Rican. Man, that was embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you knew the guy's name, which is kind of well. Uh, He was um, in Spanish. We did, like, presentations on mm. people. Yeah. And he was my person because he was an astronaut. Cool. Remind me, Neil, did we talk about Gemini Man? We did talk about okay, Gemini Man. We did talk about Gemini Man. We don't have to talk about it again. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually looking. I'm on Rotten Tomatoes right now, and I found something called Ugly Dolls. Um, that came out. Starring that is the no, Angry Neil's. Bird Movie 2. Yes. <laughs> Angry Bird Movie 2. Now the highest rated mm. anime, or highest rated video uh-huh. game movie of all time, beating Detective Pikachu. Wow. That shouldn't count as a video game movie. Yeah. No, no, it is. It is it a video is. game movie. Oh it my is. God, it's so bad. Yeah, it's, well, it's the, well, it has like an eighty-four percent, which is wild. Seriously. It's like how um, much does Detective Pikachu have? Um, sixty-seven or something like that. Oh wow! So it's like not even close. Yeah, I mean, we know video game movies. I think Detective Pikachu was the first one to ever get okay a fresh rating. Ugly Dolls, Kelly Clarkson, Nick Jonas, Emma Roberts, Janelle Monet, Blake Shelton. Are you kidding me? I, I have an insane. Ugly Doll, so I just don't oh, understand why. Wait, they're an actual you know what's thing? That's that. like, they're like all singers. So is it a musical? Yeah, yeah. I think it's it got to be a musical. Oh, they they released an original soundtrack and everything. Oh, what's the other one that did that? Um, Trolls. Trolls. Oh, I haven't, so, I haven't yeah. seen it. I Trolls was surprisingly pretty good. Except the feeling is like the Trolls theme song. Yeah, but I hate that song. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I don't me and my mom are trying to find a time to go see The Farewell. We really want to see that one. Can I tag along? <laughs> I, mean, I, I think really... it's a might be a mother-daughter bonding experience, but <laughs> right. you can, you're welcome to come along. Right. Absolutely. Also, It Chapter 2. Neil, did you see the first I, It? Yeah, yeah, I've seen the first okay. It. I haven't oh, seen it. I wanted to see it. I haven't it. seen It because I don't like horror movies, but this one is like mainstream, so I'm like, okay, maybe. I like getting... I. Mm, okay, horror movies for me are like, I get scared very easily, but I enjoy Join being scared. You know what I mean? Like I jump like crazy, but it's yeah. fun, especially yeah. if you're with friends. I will never watch one alone. Yeah, because I will die. 
I like got all that. I got Hereditary from here like two <gasps> days ago. Have you watched it yet? I've, I'm, so I watched. I started watching it on a plane, but it's the heavily edited plane version. Oh, so yeah. I couldn't enjoy it. Like when she gets I decapitated, didn't really I didn't even like see the part like where nothing was spooky about it. So I just stopped watching it, and I haven't gone back to see it since. I haven't watched it yet because I don't want to watch it at <laughs> yeah. night. And then, like, have to go back up from my basement yeah. to my room. Like, go through two floors of a dark house I at, like, you. Just sleep 1 a.m. Did you I see Midsommar? No. So, Ben came on for yeah, the 2019 ben, episode. Like, that was his favorite movie of the year. That, that, I, my Ben, different Ben. <laughs> my, my brother ben. ben loves, he loved Hereditary and he really liked Midsommar. And he just lo- loves the director. Are they both horror or are they? Yeah. Yeah, it's the same director. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But that that also looks good. But I don't want to see that until I see Midsommar, or until I see uh, Hereditary. But I think that one we mentioned was interesting because it's like all set at day. Yeah. Mm. Uh, another thing, Hustlers, the movie with uh, Constance Wu, J Lo, Lizzo, uh, Cardi B. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be excited cast. for that. It, uh, it's based on a true story though, so I'm really interested in seeing like what actually went down there because it's like I think it's like strippers hustling Wall Street oh, people out of their yeah. money. Yeah. Will like, Ferrell's a producer. Yeah. So Can that's I interesting. Ask- you a question mm-hmm. do you think the little woman trailer gave away the entire movie i mean i don't know anything about little women i don't either how could it have given away the? it was like nothing in that trailer i know but it felt like it went on that like i was like it, what is it this was movie really about? well this like, is the one with, yeah. it was a really okay. really long like trailer and i was like okay yeah like what else is gonna happen in the movie i'm definitely little... looking forward to it um i love timothy Shelley. oh yeah. yeah and well i think it'll be it's all like yeah um, there's a Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. First Maleficent was terrible. So yes, I cried during the first Maleficent. Really? It got to me, man. I didn't like it at all. <laughs> yeah, I thought it let me down. Yeah, yeah, like cried like a good way or bad way. I, I was sad. Oh, it made okay. me sad. So kind of a good way. There's um, there's also this movie called The Lighthouse. Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe as lighthouse keepers, um, going like crazy. It's all in black and white. And they're like stuck in this like lighthouse, and it's kind of like a horror movie yeah, or something. It's more like a psychological thriller. Yeah, that could like, be kind of good. like if it's, it's done well. It, I think it, it has a ninety-eight percent right now. It's, wow, it's what? it's really supposed to be good. Robert Pattinson, how has he just transformed his career? He's so Batman. Everyone, everyone Batman. that hated on him for becoming Batman has not seen anything new with him. Yeah, because he Wait, is wild. He's transformed yeah, he's he's his Batman. He's the yeah, new Batman. He's, he's, Batman. he's like yeah. the young Batman now. Because they're doing, you remember what? how there's gonna be the ben, the Batman movie that Ben Affleck like directed in, wrote in, and starred in, but then it became him that he was gonna direct and then star, and then he was just gonna star, and then he wasn't even gonna star. Yeah, now he's done. Yeah, like, he's done as Batman. Superman's done too. Henry Cavill. Yeah, out. he's gone. How was I heard Batman versus Superman was like horrible though. Yes, I it was pretty bad. I I can't say like I didn't completely hate it like most people did. I thought it was like. Okay, but I, I don't think it was good by any means. I do not remember particularly enjoying it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw that with someone who had never seen a DC movie before that, like oh, in, in so the bad. universe. <laughs> so every like 30 seconds, he's like, what is happening? What is this? Who are these people? And it was yeah. kind of like that for me too, because yeah. like people are just showing up and I'm like, who are they? Why yeah, do I right. care? Um, but the last one I wanted to mention is Dr. Sleep. The oh, sequel yeah. to The Shining. Oh, what's, yes. what's the plot of that? So it's his son. It's um, Jack Torrance's son. Um, he's now he's a doctor, but he still is, I think, having these visions, 
and he helps people that also have this thing called the Shining. Is it associated with the Shining? In yes, any way? it is a direct sequel to it. It's like it's based off an but actual like, book. Like in terms of like the production team. I mean, Stephen King's still involved, but it's not like yeah. same director or anything because. Have, have any of you seen Hush? No. No, no but that's I... a good one. It's the same director. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mike yeah. But it's um, Ewan McGregor, who's oh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, oh, nice. playing yeah. the Dave older versions. <laughs> yeah. Um, they've got Rebecca Ferguson from the new Mission Impossible's. Um, she like she looks good. Sounds yeah. Um, but it looks interesting. It's they just confirmed that it's going to be rated R, so it'll be a lot of gory stuff. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping it'll like freak me out because I didn't like properly get scared from The Shining. I feel like. So I I read the book, got yeah. through the book, and yeah, I thought that the book was more eerie than the movie Yeah, was. I feel like it. the book was like more disturbing. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like scary, it was just disturbing. Yeah, it yeah. Which yeah. is like unsettling, kind of. Yeah. Which but I think is the purpose of yeah, series. It's really interesting that they're making like a full proper sequel to it. Like that's official and connected like so that's many cool. years after. Yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully it'll be good. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it'll be the same like setting I mean, it'll it'll definitely have a lot more involved. Um, I think Stephen King was a lot more involved with it because I know he notoriously hated The Shining, the movie. So hopefully, this goes a bit better. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, so this is our last episode for a while. Neil and I are moving I out to college also next week, so we won't be able to record. We're gonna take like maybe a month, figure out this whole thing. I think there's a way to get podcasts over Skype, so we will be back with more episodes. Very soon. Chloe, Leah, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you thank for having you. us. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, until then, this has been Double Stuff Cinema. Get stuffed. <laughs>